This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, November 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GOP optimistic on tax bill. Dems warn of nutrition cuts. Budget jockeying. Is King Corn's reign over? And citrus aid. Republicans are on the verge of having the votes to pass their tax bill in the Senate after intense negotiations over concerns about the bill's impact on the deficit and on small businesses. And a positive sign for the bill, two of the key GOP holdouts, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin and Bob Corker of Tennessee, cast crucial votes yesterday when the Senate Budget Committee approved that legislation 12 to 11. Pass-through rules, a focus. Johnson and Steve Daines, a Republican of Montana, both were demanding changes that would lower the tax liability for pass-through business income closer to what it would be for corporations. Daines told reporters late yesterday that he was making progress on the issue, but he didn't disclose any details of the discussions. It remains to be seen whether a modification to the pass-through rules would have a significant impact on farmers. The bill currently offers pass-throughs a 17.4% deduction on qualified income. Corker, in the meantime, expressing optimism that he would get a trigger mechanism in the bill in case the tax cuts don't produce the economic expansion and increased federal revenue that the bill supporters are predicting. President Trump is headed to Missouri today to promote the bill. He says he looks forward to signing a tax bill into law by the end of the year. Democrats warn of spending cuts. Democrats will argue on the Senate floor that the bigger deficits are projected as a result of the tax cuts will increase pressure on Congress to slash domestic spending programs, including Medicaid, Social Security, and food stamps. Budget Committee Democrat Ron Wyden said, let's make no mistake about what the increased deficit means. Republicans will be coming after Medicaid. They'll be coming after anti-hunger programs. They'll be coming after the whole domestic array of the budget. Democrats have some basis for that argument, given that House Speaker Paul Ryan has recently repeated his plans to take up welfare reform next year. But Republicans will argue that the tax bill won't have any near-term impact on spending, including on the farm bill. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa said a tax bill is going to be considered as a tax bill, Nothing to do with spending in any other program. Little clarity on budget deal. The continuing resolution that's currently funding the federal government is set to expire a week from Friday, but there is little sign of progress toward a budget agreement. Yesterday, Democratic leaders skipped a meeting with President Trump at the White House after he slammed them in a tweet. Trump said Democratic leaders want illegal immigrants flooding into our country unchecked are weak on crime, and want to substantially raise taxes. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat of New York, said the meeting would have been a waste of time in light of the tweet. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Kentucky Republican, said Democrats weren't serious about getting a deal. Keep in mind, neither side wants a government shutdown. Republicans can't get a budget deal through the Senate without 60 votes, and they only control 52 so they must cut a deal with at least some Democrats. Given that Republicans control the White House and both chambers of Congress, voters could easily blame them, the GOP, the most if there is a shutdown. Now, for more on the tax bill, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. Citrus growers appeal for help. 
Lawmakers also are looking to pass another round of disaster aid for hurricane victims in Texas, Florida, and Puerto Rico. So, Florida citrus growers will be on Capitol Hill today asking for recovery assistance. The farmers will be attending a hearing this morning by the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee on USDA's role in disaster recovery. The growers say there's no money in the latest aid package for them, despite promises from congressional leaders. King Corn, move over. The first numbers from USDA's new long-term agriculture projections are out, and they project that U.S. farmers will start planting more soybeans than corn each year, starting in 2019. In an analysis of the preliminary projections, Farm Bureau economist John Newton says the primary reason for expanding soybean acreage is the growing demand for soybeans, soybean oil, and soybean meal in China. He said the projections confirm U.S. producers will continue to respond to Chinese demand. As a result, soybeans likely to be the largest field crop planted in the U.S. by 2019. USDA projects that farmers will plant 91 million acres of soybeans in 2019 and 90 million acres of corn. By 2022, the USDA forecast calls for 92 million acres of soybeans and 89.5 million acres of corn. The final projections will be issued by USDA in February. Vietnamese mangoes, anyone? USDA has agreed to let Vietnam export fresh mangoes to the United States with safeguards to prevent the fruit from carrying pathogens. The Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service says the mangoes will be irradiated and subjected to orchard and packing house requirements as well as U.S. port inspections. The agency denied that political considerations outweighed concerns about protecting U.S. agriculture. The agency said political and economic interests may stimulate consideration of the expansion of trade of agriculture commodities between the countries. But all decision-making concerning phytosanitary restrictions on trade must be science-based. McKinney on the road. USDA's new Undersecretary for Trade, Ted McKinney, traveling to Colombia and Panama this week to highlight the benefits of trade deals with those countries. He'll be meeting with government officials in those countries, as well as talking to U.S. agriculture interests and importers. Here's today's He Said It. Mr. President, it's time to stop tweeting and start leading. That Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer signing a tweet that he said made him and House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi decide to skip a meeting with the President yesterday on the budget. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, November 29th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a hybrid strategic consulting, marketing, and communications company that delivers innovative solutions and meaningful results to clients across the farm, food, environmental sciences, and lifestyle spectrum. For more information, please visit WideOpenThinking.com. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.